0: Welcome back to The Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Brian Tracy back on the show. Before we get to Brian, I got to tell you something, a little something about me. As you may know, I have the tendency to immerse myself in the works of different thought leaders. It's just what I do. And so, you know, a while back, it was all Tony Robbins. I was all up in Tony Robbins stuff. You know, reading his books, went to a seminar, took his training program, and then I moved on to Bob Proctor. Went to a seminar, went to a small group seminar, read all of his books, interviewed him, watched all the stuff he had online, and then I moved on. I went to Dr. D Martini, and then I went to somebody else, and then I went to Wayne Dyer. You know, I love me some Wayne Dyer. But recently, I've been studying Brian Tracy. And for some reason, I don't know why, maybe I do know why, but Brian Tracy's work had just been kind of under my radar. Like, I was aware of it because, of course, he's been on the show, but I had never just sat down, you know, and read a book that he had written or watched a seminar that he had done. And, man, Brian Tracy is the dude. He is The guy is so smart, and he's not like one of your Eric Thomas, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, rah-rah speakers. He's just really cool, but he knows what he's talking about. I would say of all the people I've studied, and I've studied a lot of people, Brian Tracy is like top two or three, if not number one, when it comes to understanding the way that the mind works and understanding the universal laws. And, you know, this is something I really want you to get hip to, is the laws of the universe. you got to study the law. You know, as Bob Proctor says, everything happens by law. And if you don't know what the laws are, there's a chance you might be violating the laws, and that, that's why things don't change. That's why we get the results that we're getting, because we're not operating, we're not following the laws, which are always enforced. I'm actually creating a program around this. will be out in a couple months. But study the laws. There's I'm trying to think of some books. Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. Deepak Chopra has his Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Um, read those books. I think you're really going to enjoy those. And so today, Brian is talking about the law of belief. And so the quote of the day is this, whatever you believe with feeling becomes your reality.
1: Here's Brian. So another meta law, the law of belief. Now, this is a biggie. This is really the biggie. This is the foundation principle, by the way, of all religions and all philosophies and all successes. is the law of belief. It says that whatever you believe with feeling becomes your reality. Whatever you believe with feeling, with emotion, with intensity, it becomes your reality because you always act on the basis of your beliefs. And the more intensely you hold the belief, the more the belief becomes true for you. There's a gentleman that I used to know, his name was Glenn Bland, and he wrote a book called The Glenn Bland Method. And he talks about how when he was growing up, his father was a working man. And they talked around the family table, they talked about work at the at the lumber yard, and, and he, the father would always say, you know, when you grow up, you've got to get yourself a working job. You've got to get yourself a, a laboring job. He said, the Bland's have always been laborers. We've always worked by the, by the sweat of our brow. And so the kids were all brought up to believe that they were supposed to get a laboring job when they got out. So he got, left high school, and he did quite well in high school, it was in sports and everything else. But he, his belief was, when you entered into the world of work, you got a laboring job. So he did, on a construction crew working on the highways digging ditches and, and you know, working on construction. And one day, he's been at this for about two or three years, and he's working away, he goes up there in the morning, sweats all day, there's, the traffic is moving really slowly because it's a construction zone, and right next to him, while he's working away with a shovel, there's a guy, a friend of his from high school, and he's driving the car. He says, hi, Glenn, how you doing? To the window of the car, he says, I'm oh, doing great. He's got a shovel here. And he says, how's everything going? Yeah, it's going fine. And he says, how's everything going with you? The guy's driving a brand new car. He's wearing a nice suit, he's well-dressed this guy, you know, was no great flaming hell in high school, just an average guy. He said, how are you doing? He said, i got a great job. He said, I'm selling, making really good money. He said, I'd buy a new home next month and uh, get married at in, 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 in the end of the year. And, and he looked at him and here's this guy and he's living from paycheck to paycheck, sweating away. And he looked at that guy, he said, and it hit him like lightning. He had bought a bill of goods from his father. He said, this guy's no better, no smarter than he is, which happens to be the case. Yet he's got a different belief system, that you get out and you get a job, and you get into business, and you get into white-collar work. He threw down the shovel, and he got up, and he walked out of there, and he said, I'll never work with a shovel again. He went and got into sales, turned out to have a natural ability for sales. Within two or three years, he was doing extremely well. Within seven or eight, he was a millionaire, had a beautiful home, beautiful car. He said the turning point in his life was when he challenged that belief, that belief that he was meant to be a working man all his life. Many people have beliefs, and, and there's two sets of beliefs. There's conscious beliefs that we have, and there's unconscious beliefs. And there's that wonderful line from Josh Billings, the humorist. He said, it ain't what a man knows what hurts him, it's what he knows what ain't true. And many things we know about ourselves ain't true at all. What we do is we develop scotomas, or blind spots. Is once we've decided to believe a certain thing, we do not see anything that contradicts it. We may be doing wonderful things, or wonderful work, or being very successful, we don't even see that. If we decided to believe that we will never make much more than we're making, sometimes your parents will tell you, you know, you've got to be worried about money, you've got to be careful about money all your life, and you'll never make very much. So you've got to hold on to every penny. And so people just hunker down and they're more concerned about security than anything else. And so we develop these beliefs, these blind spots. And sometimes you need somebody to come along and open it up. And so you can see this vast world of possibilities that you have. And when this happens, people change completely. So your biggest obstacle is usually self-limiting beliefs. Your biggest obstacle is usually self-limiting beliefs. So what are your self-limiting beliefs? What are the most common ones? Well, the most common ones are, internally, I'm not smart enough. I'm not as smart as other people. Or I'm not talented enough. Or I'm not creative enough. Or I'm, I'm not something enough. It's just the most amazing damn thing. I, um... I remember this great story, his his name name was Igor, and he came to my seminar in New York, and he came to my seminar in Palm Springs, and he was a Russian immigrant, and he said he'd arrived, this was five years before, he arrived five years before from Russia, when Russia was just opening up in the 90s, and he had everything he owned on the streets of New York in a a box, a a cardboard box with string on it, and he didn't know a word of English, and he had to stop people on the street, he kept stopping people and asking them, looking for someone who spoke Russian, and he finally found somebody and he would ask them in, in, something in, in Russian, you know, Dobre utro, dobrre utro, dobrre utro. Good morning, good morning to somebody, we responded back, Dobre Utro. And he said, where can I find Russians? I don't speak any English. He said, well, go to Little Russia. It's called, it's a little part of, of New York. How do you get there? He showed him how to get there on the subway. So he gets there on the subway and this big long elevator, anybody ever been to New York coming up from the subway, the long, long elevator. He comes up and the first thing he sees in Little Russia is a pizza place, which has Russian, it's a Domino's pizza with Russian, a Russian name. He goes in, he speaks to the owner in Russian, he said, I need a job. and he said, So he said, I need somebody to deliver pizza. So his first job was delivering pizza in, Russian, in Little Russia to other Russians. And that was his first job. And he did that and the first thing he decided to do was learn English. He looked around, he said, why are so many Russians successful in America? and there's an enormously successful Russian immigrant community in New York. And he found the first thing they did is they spoke English. So he just put his head down he began to learn English. Pretty soon he could learn English, he could deliver pizzas to both Russians and non-Russians and after a year his English was good enough so he applied for a job selling printing for a printing company. And he kept studying English and at that time he stumbled across my audio programs. My audio programs are used by Princeton University to teach English as a foreign language in 17 languages, because they're clear, they're grammatically correct, they are unaccented, and people who want to learn English also want to be more successful, so they get a twofer. They get success ideas, plus they learn English. Well, he started to listen to my programs, and his English got better and better. He worked for two years selling printing, and he got become so knowledgeable about the business, and had so many contacts, he decided to start his own printing brokering business. This is year four. When he came to my seminar at the end of year 5. That year he had made more than $200,000 in commissions himself in his own business brokering printing. He said he was on track to make 300,000, $400,000. he'd be at 500,000 within 8 years of arriving off the boat with no English skills. Now, I'm not trying to suggest that we have obstacles that we create in our own minds, but imagine an immigrant with no skills, no friends, no contacts starting off And within five or eight years, making several hundred thousand dollars a year. Because he had this unshakable belief that it was possible. He absolutely believed it was possible. And to to him, no matter what happened, everything that happened to him was just a learning experience. Because he could not even imagine not being successful. When you reach the point where you cannot even imagine not achieving great goals, your your whole life
0: changes for you. All right, that was Brian Tracy. His website is briantracy.com. Do yourself a favor. Go to the YouTube, punch in Brian Tracy's seminar, and just watch anything that comes up. Today's clip came from a seminar you can find on YouTube called Seven Mental Laws, Brian Tracy, part two. Read his books. Go to your local bookstore. Pick one up. Go to Amazon. Pick one up. I read one last week. It's called Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. I think you'll really enjoy that one. And uh, yeah, that is it for me. I'm going to see you tomorrow. We got Jim Rohn on the show. You have an awesome day and I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.